0: Good evening. My name is Dallas Sumra, and you are tuning into Projection. Today, I'm going to be talking about healing black trauma and why I feel it is the strongest tenet of Afrofuturism.
1: And I'm Jason Henning, and I'm going to explain why I feel uh, the recovery project of lost and hidden traditions by music, spirituality, dance, and healing medicinal traditions.
0: I So before I start, I'm just going to define what I feel Afrofuturism, mean, Afrofuturism means to me. And I believe it is projecting yourself into the future um, where you can be your truest black self. And you can be pure and unapologetic towards living a life of peace and tranquility. And that ties into healing black trauma because before you can live a life of peace and tranquility... You have to heal from any childhood traumas or any open wounds that you may ha- currently may have, and um, I feel that you have to heal before you can be truly happy. As all of the other tenets of Afrofuturism are pretty much based on is and surrounded by our happiness and like Jason's tenet is. You know, tying that into traditional traditions and culture. But I don't feel like you can identify with traditions or culture before you can be happy. And an example that I have would be in Choke Puppy and how she died unhappy because she could not find happiness within herself she couldn't heal from the traumas of society and all the pressures that society put on black women of their biological clock ticking faster than everyone else's and I feel like her mindset was wrapped up in what everybody else's expectations should be of her instead of her own and that is why she ended up killing the baby and that is why she was never happy her grandmother was pushing her towards you know finding happiness within her phd and finding happiness within her education and her career because when she obtained the phd she would have multiple doors opened up for her but she couldn't get out of the society mindset and the pressures that they had upon her
1: what are we doing are f- explaining
0: your
1: argument are you uh, i feel that uh you make a good point but I think with tradition you are finding comfort in those around you and you're, you're building a better uh, a base uh, for lack of better words that allows you to uh, better express yourself and in and the community and, and moving forward uh, f- for example uh in never catch me by flying lotus there's a lot of uh traditional african uh, instruments and uh within the tempo and, and and how the the children are are dancing uh, just a lot of uh, traditional m- movements mixed with more modern and futuristic uh dance moves uh, you hear a lot of uh, string instruments like the kora and the shakir. Sh- and the the clapping, high tempo beats. And uh, I, just, I just feel that the more you focus on tradition, uh, the better off a movement's going to be.
0: Um, I respect your claim and I hear your argument, but... I feel like you can use healing and you can use tradition as well like in Beyonce's visual album Lemonade she was healing from the infidelity of Jay-Z and she was also using traditional Orishas to heal herself and progress into her career so I feel like If it wasn't for healing, she would have never looked into the traditional aspects of the Orishas to find strength and to find power within her femininity. And that, you know, she didn't really need a man to identify with, even if this was her husband. And even if he did cheat on her, she didn't need him to find her self-worth. She found her self-worth within traditional Orishas. So, you know, just reiterating my claim, healing black trauma is the most important tenet of Afrofuturism because if you don't heal, you can't really find your identity within any other tenet of Afrofuturism because you don't even know who you are. You don't really have a sense of any personality because you're still looking outside of yourself to find something to identify with when you need to identify with yourself and identifying with yourself means identifying with the trauma that you have going on and healing from it identifying it is step one and then you start your healing process so if you don't start your healing process of course you will never know what culture that you are interested in or what traditions that you come from you'll never know anything because you don't even know who you are
1: i I, I understand uh where you're coming from uh but i think you have to learn from the past in order to uh progress. And uh, one of the artists that we listened to before class, uh, Janelle Monáe, uh, she talks about understanding and respecting the past and what ancestors had to do in order for to get the community to this point today. And then also wanting to make a better future for the black community uh, and and having something better than what their parents had to go through and their grandparents. in the United States hasn't always had the the cleanest track record uh, when it comes to how we treated the black community, and I think, that speaking as a as a white male, and it's kind of it, it's. I don't want to put that like I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm an outsider. Like,
0: yeah,
1: no, it's like. I mean, like even as a white male. Uh, it's you, you kind of look back and you you're disappointed and you feel that uh, there could have been better treatment and people need to be more woke in in the situation and you know I think that the black community can heal by looking back on the, the traditions that stem from you know either uh, the African, ancestors or even how uh, the Americanized African well the African American community uh, more or less had to bond together in order to survive such a, a tragic time in US history
0: binding together means healing from the past like I get what you're saying you know think of it as in Instead of whenever you think of black people, you shouldn't always look at the bad, you know, look at the look at the good, look at where we come from. But the thing is, the good and the bad is what makes us African-Americans. You can't just look at the good because if I'm only looking at the good, I don't know who I would be today. My pain is what makes me and the pain of my people is what makes my community. And I feel like once you acknowledge that, then you can heal from it instead of just brushing it off and making it seem like it's not real because some of the things that we go through we are still facing with today even here at Michigan State University but that is not a part of my argument my argument is healing is essential to finding your identity and healing is essential to bettering your life and progressing yourself into an Afrofuturistic future you know so you have to take all of that in you can't just take some parts and leave out other parts because then you won't be living up to who you truly are and just to conclude my argument I feel just to reiterate one more once again healing black trauma is the most important tenet of afrofuturism because so many black people today suffer from old trauma and they don't know how to heal from it but I feel as if once they are educated with what afrofuturism is they will see that step of healing black trauma and that's how they would be incorporated into the other tenants. I just feel like it's an umbrella effect. It starts with healing back trauma and everything just trickles down and you can't be happy and you'll never experience true and pure happiness until you heal from the past.
1: You make a really good argument and uh, I respect it and I, I think that the more you look at it, you need one for the other. You need to have good tradition. As long as you can also heal from what that past, you know, as ugly as it has been. Uh, just finding a way to cope, finding a way to, to progress. Mm-hmm. So you can close it out. How do you want to do it? Like, Thank you for listening, and this has been Projection. Thank you for listening, and the has been Projection.